Welcome to the Eat Scripture Podcast. This is Eric and Gina Robinson. We've been going through the Gospel of Luke for what seems like quite a while now. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and we're coming to the end. We're at the last chapter today. We'll probably have a couple more podcasts just yep. to tie it all up. But we're going to go through chapter 24 as much as we can today. Yes. So um, we're just so glad that you joined us. Glad that you're, I um, hope that you're getting something out of it. And mm -hmm. we are especially thankful when you share it with other people. Mm -hmm. We just love to do Bible study yep. and um, are always happy to have others join us. Yes. We'd love to hear from you. If you're interested in any of the other groups, Bible studies that we have, mm -hmm. um, the other parts of our ministry, you might go to eatscripture.com. You can shoot us an email from there. Yep. And um, we will be happy to give you some options. Yes. So um, I guess we'll get started on Luke 24. Yes, that sounds like a great idea. I like this because we are now at the end of, you know, all of our ugly stuff that we've been doing from mm -hmm. 23, watching the crucifixion stuff as great as stuff is in there. It just gets painful. I know this is one um, of your favorite chapters. And, yeah. Yeah, all of this, the Bible. <laughs> it really is. Luke 24 is a super favorite of mine, which we'll yes. get to get into some of why here even this morning and um and or today, and then we'll also keep talking about that, I'm sure, as we continue through Luke 24. So looking forward to this. We're gonna have a great time with it. And let's start in chapter 24, verse 1, and read through verse 12. I think will be great. But on the first day of the week, at early dawn, they went to the tomb, taking spices they had prepared. And they found the stone rolled away from the tomb. But when they went in, they did not find the body of the Lord Jesus. While they were perplexed about this, behold, two men stood by them in dazzling apparel. And as they were frightened and bowed their faces to the ground, the men said to them, Why do you seek the living among the dead? He is not here, but has risen. Remember how he told you while he was still in Galilee that the Son of Man must be delivered into the hands of sinful men and be crucified, and on the third day rise. And they remembered his words and returned from the tomb. Uh, returning from the tomb, they told all these things to the eleven and to all the rest. Now it was Mary Magdalene and Joanna and Mary the mother of James and the other women with them who told these things to the apostles. But these words seemed to them an idle tale, and they did not believe them. But Peter rose and ran to the tomb, stooping and looking in. He saw the linen clothes by themselves, and he went home marveling at what had happened. Hmm. Yeah, this one just says Peter runs. Um, John actually runs with him. Uh, it's just, and John actually runs faster than him. Yeah. Apparently I'm saying all this as John, we're not even sure it's John. It's the beloved disciple mm -hmm. uh, who is in John in the book of John that we hear about who, who does this running along with Peter. But for whatever reason, Luke doesn't mention the other disciple. Right. He just talks about Peter doing mm -hmm. it right here, but let's go back up to chapter 24, verse one, and kind of walk through this a little bit more. On the first day of the week, it's early dawn. So, I mean, this is really, really very late fourth watch, very early first watch of the day um, mm -hmm. kind of deal. And they're uh, not knowing anything weird is happening. No. They're just they're going out to, to take the, the spices and 
find Jesus. Yep. Anoint the body, that kind Mm -hmm. of thing. So everything's kind of normal in that sense, not normal in the sense that the one they hoped for to be the Messiah is dead, but you know, nobody expects anything. Nobody's really, even though they, they had heard it from his mouth before. Just like these (laughs) angels. Angels are going to tell them. (laughs) Tell them. But they're really not, they don't expect it. That's not what they're thinking. And I'm thinking that, I mean, we know there was at least 75 pounds of spices. So this was Mm -hmm. no, like they didn't just leisurely walk out here with a few spices. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, This was a pretty big undertaking. Yeah. Yep. That's right. So it says when they went in and did not find. Well, they found the stone rolled away. Oh, yeah. First they find the stone rolled away. Right. Yeah. Um, which we know from another gospel, they had questioned who's going to roll the stone away for, for us when we get there. Because it's a big, heavy deal. This is not just a simple task for two or three ladies to be able to do easily. That was not uh, what it was. And so they're, they were already questioning this. But they get there and find that the stone has been rolled away already. So that's surprising. Mm-hmm. Um, of course, reminds me of an Old Testament story. that will, Which it should. <laughs> Obviously, it should. Um, so when they went in, they did not find the body of the Lord Jesus, it says. So bodies were bodies been removed somehow, mm-hmm. gone, whatever it is. I mean, you can imagine that would be pretty startling. Freak you out. Yes, it would. It says, while they were perplexed about this, behold, two men stood by them in dazzling apparel. Mm-hmm. So here they are being very, you know, confused by everything that they're seeing and not seeing. Uh, and then Maybe all of even, a sudden there are these I, I mean, I have to wonder, there. are they thinking, did we come to the wrong tomb? I mean, mm-hmm. yeah, just, you'd be, you'd be questioning yourself on, a, on all on? sorts of levels. I would think. Yeah, exactly. Um, and then these two men are all of a sudden standing there, uh, how, wherever they came from, who know, you know, <laughs> yeah, where they're they just in there. there. Uh, but all, all we know is that then there are these two men standing by in dazzling apparel, it says in the ESV. The same word that's used in chapter 17, 24 to describe lightning is describing their clothes, wow. dazzling. So, and there it's used, they just, it's translated in the ESV as flashes, when lightning flashes mm-hmm. from one end of the sky to the other. Well, it's this flashing, dazzling clothing so dressed in lightning as it were you know and yeah. uh, um, a description cool. we have elsewhere in the old testament and they were frightened and bowed their faces to the ground so immediately they bowed down in mm-hmm. front of these two men and the men said to them why do you seek the living among the dead now there's there's a statement for you yes. oh they should be Remembering already what he mm-hmm. said, probably. I mean, there's I mean, they're a little telling subtle them that he's alive. Yeah, that he's alive. What are you looking in a tomb for him? Yeah, surely he's he. You you know he's alive. Why would you come here looking for him among dead people? He's not here. He's risen. Remember how he told you mm-hmm. while he was still in Galilee. Now that is kind of a weird statement. Oh yeah, he did tell us. You would think you'd remember things like that. But again, at times like this, you don't, yeah. Mm-hmm. Not putting all the pieces I think together. it seems so far-fetched. Yeah. How they were thinking maybe it was a metaphor or something, maybe. Mm-hmm. Not really understanding that this was really going to literally happen. Right. 
I think so too. It had been really easy to think about a statement like that as saying something that you weren't hearing. I mean, nobody mm-hmm. would mean that literally. And so, so surely, yeah, only it's some kind of metaphor, but metaphors don't overcome death. And so, so surely he's dead. Dead is dead, but he meant it literally. So, Remember how he told you while he was still in Galilee that the Son of Man must be delivered into the hands of men, hands of sinful men, and be crucified and then rise on the third day. And so sure enough, that's what these men in dazzling clothing are saying they should be thinking about. Well, I'm sure a lot of that statements of Jesus does flood back into their mind right here. Yeah, when they're reminded. Yeah. I mean, I think we all forget things Mm -hmm. until like that. Until somebody reminds us. Right. So in verse 8, it says they remembered his words. Mm -hmm. There's a big statement, probably for us too. Not just probably, but definitely for us too. Yeah, I love that verse. (laughs) yes, he did say. Um, And so there are times when we we remember his words for us and to us in certain situations, Mm -hmm. and it makes all the difference in the world. And I think this this chapter and and many places throughout Scripture are written with the believer in mind. We're supposed to be thinking. We're supposed to be thinking that, oh, this is hearing ourselves in this, and we're the ones who are listening, and we're the ones who are being reminded. We're the ones who are hearing his words from before, just like mm-hmm. these ladies could mm-hmm. hear him here. I think just like I said, that place up here where the stone has been rolled away, mm-hmm. uh, just like that makes me, you have to keep your mind going because it reminds me of when Jacob rolled away the stone. Mm-hmm. Yes. Uh, Back in at Genesis. the well. Uh-huh. Yep. And that's an important story. Major story. And it's weird mm-hmm. because they were seemingly waiting for more people mm-hmm. to come roll away the stone so they could water their flocks. Yes. But he just stepped he just up and did it. Jumped in or tried and did it. And took care of the problem. So right before the ladies got there. Mm-hmm. And, yes. and way back in that It was story these ladies who were coming. With their sheep. This, yes. Yep. So, I mean, we won't go into all of that, but it's just when it says, and they remembered his words, it mm-hmm. just makes me think about how the same thing happens for us. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Very much so. So then, verse 10 now it was Mary Magdalene, Joanna, and Mary, the mother of James, and other and the other women with them who told these things to the apostles. Right, because so, they've run back and told everybody what they've seen. How what they've has seen happened. this. Yes, they don't understand it, all the things to it, but they're expressing this to these men who are back at the upper room, wherever they yeah. are, still hiding out, whatever. Um, and as they hear it, of course, they're a little... What well, says perplexed these, by I, it, but... these words seemed to them an idle tale. Yep. And they did not believe them. Yes. Ultimately they wind up saying, You guys must have been seeing something. You're seeing things or whatever way you're talking amongst yourselves and got out of hand. Who knows what they're saying, but they're making it out to be. Mm-hmm. Couldn't possibly be what you said. Right. And and you know, in the ancient world this would not be that far from normal because in the ancient world it would be about uh you wouldn't really take 
Unfortunately, the word of women wouldn't be worth much in a court of law or anything. They were not your best witnesses, people thought. And so you'd want men to be telling you the story. Women, either they make up things or they just get a little too emotional and start seeing things or thinking things that didn't really happen. I mean, who knows why they're... I know, I am, (laughs) but I'm saying this is an ancient world thing. Um, And so naturally, you know, you got... You've got all women coming back and telling this story, and there would have been a lot of male readers that would have been skeptical about such a thing, yeah. and even certainly these male hearers here at the early uh, earliest time. But <laughs> then you have Peter, though, in verse twelve. He I do love this because get up and run. He's like, maybe this is real. What if it's real? And what maybe he's remembering the words of Jesus. Right. Exactly. That's what I'm thinking. Um, and so he's he's thinking they've got and there's enough to this that he wants to check it out. Mm-hmm. So he runs to the tomb, stoops, looks in, sees the linen cloths lying by themselves, and he went home and marveling at what had happened. Yeah. So I guess he went on back to his home and didn't go back to where everyone else was. That's what it sounds like. Uh, it is what it sounds like. So I don't he, know if he just to needed to think about it. Pondering alone, what uh, is there something going on here? What is going on? Mm-hmm. Now they know something's going on, but they may be thinking somebody stole the body, mm-hmm. just like you know, right? They're going to get accused of eventually and mm-hmm. stuff. So, but they don't. They have no idea what's happened to Jesus, where he is. But even seeing the linen cloths lying by themselves, what does that really mean? And a lot of people think it means something like. You can see them there like there's a person in them, mm-hmm. but there's not a person in them. They're just laying there, like obviously, you know, without yeah. without a body right. now. Like a body has just vanished. Yeah, like that. Is that like what it is? Right. Or were they, you know, kind of unwrapped and thrown off to the side? Don't We don't know, really. But the weird part is that they're there. Because if you stole the body, why in the world you would you unwrap, unwrap it? it? Exactly. Okay. That would be the weirdest thing to do. And so for whatever, so the, for the linen cloths to be lying there by themselves, that's odd. Okay. If somebody took the body, they would have surely, surely taken, mm-hmm. just grabbed it, picked it up, taken the cloths with it, which they did not do. Right. So and it's it no clearly wonder. told us that. Joseph of Arimathea, back in verse 53 of 23, Mm -hmm. that he wrapped the body in a linen Mm -hmm. shroud. Yep. So. Yep. And we see him, same thing again in John chapter 20, verse 5 through 7. They see the linen cloths lying by themselves. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's a big deal there, too. So, whatever it is, it's weird. Nobody would expect this. This is the odd part of the thing, even if you try and make it out to be. A stolen body you still got to explain that mm-hmm. what's going on right so this is a very uh, this first empty tomb scene in luke interesting because it's just so startling as it always is you know there's something startling about it you're not not really knowing and we're not going to have what we get in john which is which john makes it seem like just a few more minutes and mary's going to meet him Mm-hmm. Um, which right. that may be exactly what happened, but right. Luke's not going to include that part. Luke's going to take us further in the day before we mm-hmm. have an actual meeting with Jesus taking place. Um, but that's how we're going to get to verse 13. So for now, what we know is the ladies came to an empty tomb, ran back, told others about it. Peter ran and saw the empty tomb. Now everybody's just 
totally not knowing what to think mm -hmm. about what's most going of on. them are just not believing yeah that anything has happened but peter and possibly some others have yeah. run back and checked it out mm -hmm. yeah on their own yeah so. Yeah, still haven't put all the pieces together, but very curious about mm -hmm. what's happened. And they have remembered what Jesus said before what happened because of the two men who are in the mm -hmm. tomb. So, so now we're, that's kind of the place we're at when we get to verse 13. Okay. So let's read 13 and we're going to go all the way to 35, whether or not we get to really Yeah, we won't get to discuss it all depth. today, but. Yeah, but let's read uh, 13 through 35. Okay. That very day, two of them were going to a village named Emmaus, about seven miles from Jerusalem. And they were talking with each other about all these things that had happened. While they were talking and discussing together, Jesus himself drew near and went with them. But their eyes were kept from recognizing him. And he said to them, What is this conversation that you're holding with each other as you walk? And they stood still, looking sad. Then one of them, named Cleopas, answered him, are you the only visitor to Jerusalem who does not know the, the things that have happened there in these days? And he said to them, What things? And they said to him, Concerning Jesus of Nazareth, a man who was a prophet, mighty in deed and word before God and all the people, and how our chief priests and rulers delivered him up to be condemned to death and crucified him. But we had hoped that he was the one to redeem Israel. Yes, and besides all this, it's now the third day since these things have happened. Moreover, some women of our company amazed us. They were at the tomb early in the morning, and when they didn't find his body, they came back saying that they had even seen a vision of angels who said that he was alive. Some of those who were with us went to the tomb and found it just as the women had said, but him they didn't see. And he said to them, O oh, foolish ones, and slow of heart to believe all that the prophets have spoken. Was it not necessary that the Christ should suffer these things and enter into his glory? And beginning with Moses and all the prophets, he interpreted to them all the scriptures in all the scriptures concerning himself. Mm -hmm. So they drew near to the village in which they were going. And he acted as if he were going further. But they urged him strongly, saying, Stay with us, for it's toward evening, and the day is now far spent. So he went in to stay with them. When he was at table with them, he took the bread and blessed and broke it and gave it to them. And their eyes were opened, and they recognized him, and he vanished from their sight. Mm. They said to each other, Did not our hearts burn within us while he talked to us on the road, while he opened to us the scriptures? And they rose that same hour and returned to Jerusalem. And they found the eleven, and those who were with them gathered together, saying, The Lord has risen indeed, and has appeared to Simon. Then they told what had happened on the road and how he was known to them in the breaking of the bread. Hmm. Okay, so as the story starts out, we've got these two people on the road. We don't really know who they are. Could be Cleopas and his wife. Some would say Cleopas and Peter, possibly. Um, just hard to pin down. It would be probably impossible to pin down exactly who they are other than Cleopas himself. But they're on the road and they're on their way to Emmaus, which is about seven miles ish from Jerusalem. Mm -hmm. uh, and so they're having this walk this day, this Sunday, the day after uh, or the day of Jesus's resurrection, I should say. And they were talking with each other and talking about all these things, these kind yeah, of things. You can that, imagine you know, the conversation they're having. Right. 
Yes. They're still trying to figure out what's going on. Right. Very much so. Mm -hmm. So while they're talking and discussing, though, Jesus himself comes up and starts walking with them. Yeah. It's really interesting how it talks about that. Mm -hmm. Like, wouldn't that have been weird if you're walking along the road and somebody just appears? I mean. However that is. Yeah. Maybe there were a lot of people on the road. I don't know. Who knows? Yeah. How many people were out there that day? What was happening? Yeah. Whatever it is, though, this traveler is coming alongside these guys and is sort of with them now, going along with but them. Verse 16. Yes, they don't know it's him because their eyes are kept from recognizing right. him, which is an interesting way to say it. Now, it's not that we haven't seen like things like that before. Luke 18 34 says mm-hmm. that they don't, they were kept from understanding what it is right. that he's talking about in. Uh, when he's telling them about his re- death and resurrection, that they don't understand it. And then it tells us that they couldn't understand it because it was hidden from them. And so what in the world does that mean? Why couldn't they? Why was it being hidden from them? Um, you know, those are just hard questions, but don't have big, strong, easy answers for them. Right. Nevertheless, there seems to be a spirit at work in the process right. that knows the timing is not right. However, that works. And then in 1942, we've got some more things that are being concealed from Mm -hmm. Jerusalem itself. Um, What's that? I think we had talked about that. Yeah, we did. Um, That's where in 1942, that is where we're talking about Jesus has come. and He's weeping over Jerusalem now. And he says that if only they had known the things that made for peace in verse Mm -hmm. 42. But now they are hidden from your eyes. Right. As if. They couldn't see it if they wanted to, as if they wouldn't, they can't identify what it is in Jesus and what he's about and be able to, to really give themselves over to it. Um, Because maybe because they've gone too far, you know, maybe because God says judgment's coming. It's definitely coming. Um, We're past that point of recognition. Whatever these things are, it's just clear to me. That God is the one who opens and closes our eyes yes. and our ears and our understandings. Yes. And so sometimes, I mean, I think we've all had the experience of reading something for the thousandth time in our life. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Especially in the Bible. Especially. And suddenly something becomes clear when it hasn't before. Yeah. God has lifted a veil in mm-hmm. some way and yeah i think so we can see something that we haven't seen before and mm-hmm. and i don't think we should discount that i think yeah. that is the spirit's work and yeah and i agree there's a reason for it there's a reason their eyes are kept from seeing him mm-hmm. from recognizing him yeah. right yeah through the sovereignty of god mm-hmm. it is the right thing for right now so he says to him then what's this conversation you're holding with each other as you walk verse 17 mm-hmm. now Everybody stops and stands still right now, and the guys look sad. And then Cleobus starts talking. I just think, I just picture him just staring at him like, (laughs) Where are you from? Oh, absolutely. Had to, I mean, I think that's what happened for sure. Why don't you know about this? How could you not know? I mean, everybody was thinking about talking about this. So Cleopas is now talking to him about it. And he's saying, are you the only visitor to Jerusalem who does not know the things that have happened there in these days? Oh, my mm-hmm. goodness. You must be the only person who has no idea mm-hmm. what we're talking about. Of course, we're talking about the same thing everybody else is talking about. And so Jesus, though, says, 
what things? <laughs> what things? And then they start telling him the story about himself. Right. Which is odd. That must be a this must have been an odd feeling when they look back later and thought, oh, we were what actually we telling him about him. <laughs> yeah. yeah. What yeah, what did we say? What kind of things were we emphasizing? Were we I hope we were emphasizing the right things? Um, who knows? But they are that's where they are at this point so they start elaborating um cleopas particularly starts elaborating here on what it was about jesus that was so mm -hmm. special jesus he was from nazareth a prophet mighty in deed and word before god all the people and how the our chief priests and rulers delivered him up to be condemned to death and they crucified him. We had hoped that he was the one to redeem Israel, it says in verse 21. Yes, and besides all this, it is now the third day since these things happened. And some women came and told us the, something that amazed us. On top of that, um, this morning. Yep. They were at the tomb early this morning, and when they went there, they didn't find his body, but they came back saying that they'd seen a vision of angels and that he was alive. And some of those who were with us went to the tomb and found it, as the women had said, but they didn't see it. So it them. sounds to me like these two have been to the tomb. Well, exactly. It does. When he had says some of us, it's, kind of, it's possible that they both went to the tomb. It's mm -hmm. hard to say for sure. Um, again, and... And would this be a reason for thinking that the other guy was Peter? Because we know Peter for sure went mm -hmm. to the tomb. Mm -hmm. Who knows? I mean, that's this is so much. There's so much speculation in that. Right. And we don't have to know. Right. We definitely was, don't but, have to know. Um, um, but they have elaborated greatly on the whole thing here. Right. They've kind of, they've actually kind of said in long form about Jesus, him going, being rejected by the leaders, being crucified and buried they've said it all that he used to say to them was going to happen right but they've left out the rising part right. um, but even that they're alluding they can't to figure it out yeah so they haven't put all these pieces together they even said the words third day it's now the word third it's now, it's the, now third the third day, day since which is exactly what he used to say to them the day that it, he was going to rise on third day on third day son of man's going to rise so sure enough what are we supposed to take from this? Why are, why are they having trouble wrapping their mind around this? Well, obviously, because it's a man raised from the dead. You can't just, it's so hard right. to buy into. It's so hard to think right. that that could actually happen. But right at the end of that, it says, and he said to them, oh, foolish ones. I love how he starts mm -hmm. here. The implication is that, oh, my goodness. Can't you, are you, can you not hear yourself? Dense? Yeah. yeah. Exactly. Because they've just, like you, you said, they just told him the whole, told him the whole story. Yes. Yeah. And slow of heart to believe all the prophets have spoken. Wait, wait, wait. Yeah. What did you just say? <laughs> all the prophets are talking about this. In what way, Jesus, are all the prophets talking about this? Mm -hmm. I mean, that's what he's saying here. Right. And so these guys have to be. They're standing on the road here, and a guy who they don't know who he is. Saying that the prophets have said that these are the exact things mm -hmm. that need to happen anyway. And they're them thinking, foolish. huh? Yeah, and calling them foolish. So, verse 26 Was it not necessary that the Christ should suffer these things and enter into his glory? Necessary? How's it necessary? What are you talking about? I, I mean, he's still talking about the word. He's still talking about mm -hmm. the, what the word says. Mm -hmm. He had to do it. It's written down, it's prophesied, it's foretold. Right. 
God, this was God's plan. Wasn't it, wasn't it necessary that the Christ should suffer like this? What? These guys are thinking, what? What are, you, what are you talking about? How could that possibly be necessary? And But then it says, verse 27, and beginning with Moses and all the prophets. Now, when it says Moses, that means the Torah. So, and beginning with, we could say the Torah and all the prophets, he interpreted to them in all the scriptures, the things concerning himself. I was thinking it was a long walk, but not long enough for all of that. No, you would think not. No, <laughs> exactly. I think maybe less than all, but more than we usually think about, because you might think he's just elaborating elaborating on the occasional prophecy of mm -hmm. when the Messiah is going to come. He'll be born in Jerusalem. Yeah. He'll ride in on a donkey. Well, um, not born in Jerusalem. Or, I'm sorry, born in Bethlehem. He'll be born in Bethlehem. Um, he'll ride in on a donkey when he comes in, you know, the new king mm -hmm. comes. That we might think about him just mentioning some of those. And as awesome as those are, and I'm not trying to take away from those, he's going back to Moses and elaborating right. on what it is that the Messiah means for the Messiah to come and how, and explaining this whole suffering thing right? and rising on the third day thing. Right. And so that's what we have to see. Well, how's he explaining that? I think Moses? there was In probably also because we see later, I think he's all, there's a spiritual thing happening here. So yeah, for what, however it worked, he was able to go through yes. the scriptures. Yes all the scriptures and show that this is what that had to happen. A, yeah. Yep. So, uh, so looking at this, I think we do need to, like you're saying, take that all very literally in the yeah. sense that there is a completeness about what he's saying to them and the way all the scriptures harmonize over this, mm -hmm. that he is really drawing their attention to right now right giving them a fullness that they haven't gotten before about how all these things work together we're going to have to stop in just a minute um but i just want to say that we're going to go on about this next time mm -hmm. this and, is a crucial yeah this is point crucial. right here and... this is crucial and for luke to be making it um it's wonderful that he does because the others don't don't do it in the same way uh, that Luke does it and looks really clear here with he's not in, he not just getting clear with us in this verse he's going to get clear with us later on in this same chapter again on how Jesus right. goes through all the scriptures and talks to him about mm -hmm. you know himself and so getting it here having him with with them several hours and we're going to see it go on into the evening as he stays with them and uh, all of this is extremely important for us because it's forcing us to go back into the scriptures genesis through malachi and see what jesus means by just how clearly this should be seen mm -hmm. in the scriptures everything from the suffering of the messiah to his being crucified to then his being raised on the third day buried in the ground raised on the third all of that's foretold Right. In what way is that foretold? These are the things we have to ask ourselves. Yeah. So now we got to go find that and see what he really meant. Yeah. And, uh, this is a pretty amazing 
passage mm -hmm. and what is happening here. So yes, we will continue to talk about it. Oh yeah. Time. Look forward to that. Yeah. Okay. So thank you guys for joining us. Please come back next time. You're going to have a lot more to listen to and we will fill that with some cool stuff. Um, it'll be easy actually, as always, it's going to be hard to trim it down. So I'm really glad you guys are with us and listening and feel free to share with anyone and we will just talk to you again in a few days. So God bless everyone. Thanks.